Okay. So, <clears throat> so we are continuing Canto 10, Part 4. Now, this is uh, Chapter 84. The uh, verse that we left at was 25 number verse. So, I will just do a small recap of the previous verses and then we will continue with the rest of it. It is the sages teaching at Kurukshetra. Now, all the sages have come. Now, before I start this, a small recap of what I mentioned. All the queens of Krishna are describing how they met Krishna. That was yesterday's satsang. And in that, all the queens said how they got married to Krishna. And the description which came about how they got kidnapped and what happened over there and how they were invited, how Krishna took charge of them, got married, so on and so forth. Everything happened. And the spiritual explanation for that was given already. So just for a recap, I will tell you. Every individual, these are the qualities of an individual. The adhyatmic part of this is, every individual has a God in them. And every individual has good qualities. And these qualities have to be nurtured and developed by that individual. So these are called the vibes. The vibes are the good qualities, the goodness of heart, the way in which a person conducts himself, the conduct, or the person, uh, you know, the way he talks about and he moves in the society. He is very kind, considerate, compassionate. These are the qualities of, I think there is a problem with your broadcast. So maybe anyway, I'll continue with whatever we are doing. You can shut it down if you want to. So, so what I was telling you all yesterday was how Krishna, when he has married his wives and he acquires them the way he acquires your qualities and they are not there just like that. You have to actually go and kidnap them. Kidnapping them or trying to do certain things like if you remember the Shamantaka jewel was with a bear and how Krishna had to fight the bear and then from the bear the quality had to be from that diamond had to be taken and returned back to the owner. That is called honesty or truthfulness to prove your truthfulness to prove your honesty. What does Krishna do? Krishna goes and to the jungles and fights with this bear his name is Jambavan and gets the diamond from them from him and gives it to Satya then what happens over there is Jambavan in turn offers his daughter Jambavati as a wife to Krishna now this is from the past from Sri Ram's time that means qualities which we have developed over time our qualities which we have come, you know, bundled qualities, you can say. Hmm? So let us let us think in terms of now when you are buying a laptop and in the laptop you have, and if you remember, you know, Windows 95 and Windows 2000 and Millennium Edition and so on and so you got the bundled version of it. Huh? And after that, what did you do? You actually started uh, acquiring 
the newer versions of it so you started downloading your machine started downloading the versions imagine in today's day and age also there are some really old pcs they still have xp loaded on them i'm sure you know the xp version and then what do you do as far as the xp version is concerned you upgrade it you new upgrade it and you upgrade it so today every time when you log on to the microsoft or uh, such website you will get an upgraded version of it so that means what there are some old qualities and there are some new qualities so the new qualities have to be good enough suppose you get something which is bad then what happens okay now today uh, there is a particular problem which you have seen that android uh, phones uh, there is a malware that is coming in doesn't it destroy that particular phone and the software along with it it can take over your entire database so in the same way think about a human being in the human being he has good qualities and then he has bad qualities as well but the good qualities are very difficult to acquire and to develop them so this is what krishna and his wives mean the 16108 wives so this was the explanation which i had given you yesterday now the next verse when the next uh, chapter started the next chapter was all about how krishna is meeting the sages and when he is meeting the sages he behaves like a very very ordinary human being though the sages are his devotees he bows down to his devotees and he touches their feet so we came to the verse where the the great sages there are so many of them who have gathered in kurukshetra and they are saying that the way in which krishna is describing himself he is actually creating an illusion in the minds of people so maya is the one he throws in the eyes of people and he doesn't allow them to see now he has lived for so many years in dwarka in dwarka nobody around him remembers him being a god because he is be- behaving like a very very ordinary human being so the explanation where we ended was a sleeping person imagines an alternative reality for himself and seeing himself as having various names and forms forgets his waking identity which is distinct from the dream similarly the senses of one whose consciousness is bewildered by illusion perceive only the names and the forms of material objects thus such a person loses his memory and cannot know you now this verse i was translating in an incident which happened so the idea about whether you know god or you don't know god whether you have met god or you have not met god this explanation i had given you all if you recollect what was the explanation about the explanation was this you see if we are dreaming something in a dream now suppose we have gone to a particular location or a place your age is different the place where you are gone is different so on and so forth most of the time 99% of the time you don't remember any anything that has happened in your dream because when you wake up you are out of your dream and when you are out of your dream you do not really have any recollection of the dream again you do not remember in detail about the dream so much now let us take an instance in waking stage of life in the waking stage of life you may meet a friend of yours a very old friend of yours now when you when you meet a very old friend of yours you naturally think 
of him to be that old person but the person who is coming in front of you may be having a completely different countenance may have a different look and then when you meet the person you are you are saying hello how are you and maybe you meet the same person one year later again things have changed so the same memory doesn't exist now let us come to the third part where you have got a vision of god the god has stood in front of you and has given you an experience now try to remember this experience you will be able to recollect everything that happened in that one second or 10 seconds or 15 seconds or the one minute that you had that experience you are able to recollect even when you are 70 years old or 80 years old you can still say i met god at this date and this time and i saw him and this is how he looked now how are you able to remember such things in detail is because that experience is actually real and meeting your friend the second experience was though it is real it has changed things have changed everything has happened differently and the dream experience was completely different so i explained this verse from a different context so let us continue verse 26 today we have directly seen your feet the source of the holy ganga which washes away volumes of sin perfected yogis can at best meditate upon your feet within their heart but only those who render you whole, wholehearted devotional service and in this way vanquish the soul's covering, the material mind, attain you as their final destination. Therefore, kindly show mercy to us, your devotee. It's a very unique verse. And the verse is telling you clearly how to see God. Think about it. The yogis, though all these great sages, right from you know parshuram onwards to atri muni to this one that one vashishta muni vishwamitra everybody is there right in front of krishna and these people are addressing krishna they are saying today we seen directly your feet now they are able to see the feet of the lord the source of the holy ganga which washes away volumes of sins which is understood by you perfect yogis can best meditate on your feet within their heart now this is the very important verse which you need to remember always meditate on the feet of the lord in your heart inside your being when you are meditating meditate on the feet of the lord inside your being all right but only those who rendered wholehearted devotional service and in this way vanquish the soul's covering the material mind attain you as their final destination a very very important verse now who can attain krishna who can actually attain krishna he says only those who do seva devotional service seva right only those who are able to do seva to the divine lord and do what they have come in this material world for. What is, their, what is it that they have come in this material for? It is called Swadharma. Doing your duty which God has given you. Specific duties have been given to every individual being. And also keeping the name of the Lord in mind and praying to Him constantly. These are the only things by means of which you will attain the greatest thing in the world which is called overcoming the mind the soul's covering the lord is inside it is covered by means of the mind 
you know how difficult it is to overcome the mind it's only when you remove the covering of the mind can you expose the lord within so here he is telling you clearly your whole hearted devotional service only those who render this whole hearted devotional service that means doing seva and in this way vanquishing the soul's covering by doing service and always thinking about the lord and serving the purpose why you are here you can overcome this covering which every person has and that is called the mind the material mind then only you can attain the final destination called krishna you can keep on saying i like krishna i love krishna this krishna that krishna but still krishna can never be a person's till the person is able to do service number 1 do their sadhana which is most important why they have come over here do the swadharma and lastly what is it you are doing overcoming the mind right and this is the way therefore kindly show mercy on us your devotees Sukhdev Goswami said, "Having thus spoken, O wise king, the sages then took leave of Lord Dasharatha, Dhritarashtra, and Yudhishthir, and prepared to depart from the for their ashramas. So all the sages have prayed to Krishna, and now they are ready to depart. Seeing that they were about to leave, the renowned Vasudev approached the sages. After bowing down to them and touching their feet, he spoke to them with carefully chosen words. The Lord takes the opportunity of stopping the." Uh, sages and saying can you wait for a while and then he touches everybody's feet now why does the lord have to touch the feet of the sages and which you have already explained it's very very important to show respect to treat them as the you know knowledge base it's extremely important that we do what is necessary in our world sri vasudeva said that is krishna is saying obisans to you the residents of all the demigods please hear me o sages kindly tell us how the reaction of one's work can be counteracted by further work now krishna is asking a very very important question do you really think krishna is asking for himself krishna is asking so that others who are listening in are able to understand so he is asking the sages the sages who is the repository of all the gods the demigods in this world what what does he ask them please tell me how to do one's work in this world and how to counteract it by further work what does a man do he works then he puts up his legs and then he says oh now i am going to have a retired life that is not the way how things are done krishna is saying whether you are even 70 years old or 80 years old don't bother about it if you have been given a certain duty in this world you have to keep on doing it whether you like it or not so now let us hear from the sage's mouth what he is saying narad muni said o brahmanas it is is it it is not so amazing that in his eagerness to know vasudev has asked us about the ultimate benefit for he considers krishna a mere boy so what is he saying so now can you please tell so that everybody is able to listen all right in this world familiarity breeds contempt familiarity breeds contempt you will if i open my writing over here you will find that yesterday's first wo- first word you know first line i have written familiarity breeds contempt 
and this is from the Bhagavatam. The, the entire blog is ready on this. I have not yet posted it. <laughs> so let us give an idea. Familiarity beats contempt. Means what? We will finish this verse and I will come back to it. For example, one who lives on the bank of Ganga might travel to some other body of water to be purified. So what does a person do? You see, when you have the Lord right in front of your nose, right there itself, the person doesn't pay any attention to that being. When you have your Lord, forget the Lord, even our near and dear ones, we do not pay attention to anybody in our lives. There are people around us, you know, and there are things around us. We don't give respect to any of those things or people around us. We treat them with contempt, thinking that somebody else is better than this person. This is how every human being works. So, Narada is saying, familiarity in this world, familiarity breeds contempt. For example, one who lives on the bank of Ganga might travel to some other body of water to be purified. Ganga is the purificatory factor. Right next to Ganga you are staying and you want to go to some other place to get purified? How silly can that be? So now you understand what it means, familiarity breeds contempt. The Supreme Lord's awareness is never disturbed by time, by the creation and destruction of the universe, by change on its own qualities or by anything else, whether self-caused or external. But although the consciousness of the personality of Godhead, who is Supreme One, without a second, is never affected by material distress. By the reactions of material work or by the constant flow of nature's modes, ordinary persons nonetheless think that the Lord is covered by his own creation or prana and other material elements, just as one may think that the sun is covered by clouds, snow or an eclipse. This is an entire verse where Narada is explaining why Krishna is staying with so many people over there. Right from his brothers, his wife, his sons, his grandsons, so many people, you know, then his father, for, you know, forefather is there, grandfather is there, everybody is there. So many women, so many men over there and nobody can recognize Krishna over there. Why? Familiarity breeds contempt. A person doesn't believe what they see right there in front of their eyes. They want to go somewhere else. So think about it like this. We don't give respect. We don't treat the one nicely. And we treat that person which a person is far away. That person is better off than the one right there. So Krishna is right there in the midst. And Krishna is ill-treated by all these people. He is made to do all kinds of things, all kinds of work, stuff like that. He is treated like an ordinary human being. And how does Krishna behave? He behaves exactly like an ordinary human being. His maya plays out the role fantastically. So, the verse here. The Supreme Lord's awareness is never disturbed by time. Just a few moments ago, I told you, when you see the Lord, the Lord never changes. Even when you are, now you might have had a darshan of the divine in your say meditative state or whatever state or in real life, when you are say 20 years old, 
Even when you are 70 years old, the things have not changed. Everything is the way it is because the Lord never ages. Age is a factor associated with human beings, with this universe, with the with uh, the trees, the plants. You see, everything in this world, animals, birds, everything ages. Not the Lord. So, the Supreme Lord's awareness is never disturbed by time. By the creation and destruction of the universe, by change of its own qualities or by anything else, whether self-caused or external. So, whatever things that are happening in the around the vicinity of the Lord, the Lord never changes. Do you know what, what it means like this? In, in very simple words, it means that suppose the Lord is there, we think, oh, he's growing old. Things have changed. Now he doesn't have teeth. He's become old. His hairs are falling. Maybe he's gone bald. Oh, you think he's growing old. That's what you think. The Lord is just creating these illusions in your mind. Nothing has changed as far as the Lord is concerned. Don't look at the body. If you look at the body, you are going to get deluded. Don't look at the body. Really understand the truth. That is the consciousness within the being. Alright? So, the Lord creates this kind of external or self-caused. Though, changes. But although the consciousness of the personality of Godhead who is the supreme one without a second is never affected by the material distress, by the reaction of the material work or by the constant flow of nature's modes. What does he say? Now Krishna is there in Dwarka. Earlier he was in Mathura. Now he is meeting his wife. He is behaving like a very ordinary human being with his wife, with his father, with his mother. This grandfather with all the courtiers in this court. Huh? How does he behave? Like a very ordinary person. He goes to work every day. He comes back. His wife says, Do this. Do that. Get this. Get that. Repair the bow. Ye karo. Wo karo. Like a normal human being, she is treating him. And he behaves exactly like that. Bacche logo ko dekho. TV dekhte baitho. I'm sure you understand. I'm just joking. But this is exactly how he behaves. He behaves like a very, very ordinary human being. This makes the person think, Oh, he is like an ordinary fellow. Why should I bother about him? That's what happens. So, why does this happen? He is never affected. But remember, Krishna is never affected by material distress. Sometimes you have no money. Sometimes you have money. Sometimes there is um, sadness because somebody is dead, something has happened. And you just open that thing and let that thing go out. Boss, that's open only. Just push it like this. Huh? Thoda open karo. Yes. So, what is important? This material distress can disturb a person. It can make a person go mad in the entire life, isn't it? How does a person get disturbed? If there is no money, person becomes completely bent. He behaves like an old man or an old woman, you know. Oh my God, things are going wrong. What am I going to do? All that kind of things. But those things do not disturb Krishna. Secondly, what he says is, by reactions of material work, you see, everybody works in this world, okay? We all go to work. 
But that one being called Krishna, even if you see him at the end of the day, he will still be willing to do whatever is required at the end of the day. He is never going to say he is hungry, he is tired, things are going wrong, I don't know what to do, my head is aching, my body is aching, my whole day I work. No such things. Like an ordinary person, but having all these good qualities in him, he is not affected by that. Or the constant flow of nature's modes, ordinary persons nonetheless think that the Lord is covered by his own creation of prana and other material elements. So the other person who is watching Krishna, they think, oh, poor fellow, he's become old. Hey, poor fellow, look at him. He's struggling. He doesn't have any money. Look at him. So they all keep on pitying him or calling out names to him or saying whatever that comes to their mind. So this is what they do. So, just as one may think that the sun is covered by clouds, snow or an eclipse. Sukhdev Goswami continued. The sages then spoke again, O king, addressing Vasudev, while all the kings along with Lord Achyuta and Lord Rama returned. The sages said, I have been definitely concluded, I have definitely, it has been definitely concluded that work is counteracted by further work when one executes Vedic sacrifices as a means of worshipping Vishnu, the Lord of all sacrifices with sincere faith. So now, the sages, remember this in between small thing was told by Narada. Now the sages are started this. Sukhdev Goswami has again come back to the sages. What was that interjection by Narada? Just to tell the world, don't get conned by the way Krishna behaves. Okay, So what Krishna is asking is for the material world. So answer his question. Focus on the question and answer his question. So what is it that he had asked? He has asked, how does a person do the work? And how does he counteract this work by doing more work? So please answer this question. So the sages are answering. It has been definitely concluded that work counteracted by further work when one executes Vedic sacrifice as a means of worshipping Vishnu, the Lord of our sacrifices with sincere faith. Whatever work that you do in this world, always dedicate it to the Lord. Don't say, I have to do the work so that I have to make money so that I can get um, food in, at, uh, on the table and I have to buy this thing, I have to buy groceries and I have to... All. We always focus on the end results of our life. How do we say? Oh, I have to pay my loan so I have to work. You have to pay your loan, that is, one, that is the reason why you are working? No. A spiritual being says, the Lord has given me this job, this particular opportunity to do, perform certain duties. So I am going to do my duties as given by the Lord. And whom are we dedicating this job to? We are dedicating this job only to Vishnu, that is Krishna himself. So all the jobs in this world have been given by Krishna himself. And we are dedicating this job to Krishna. So you have to consider that as your duty. Duty, the reason why you are there in this world. Okay? And perform the duties as laid out by the Shastras. Learned authorities who see through the eyes of scriptures have demonstrated that this is the easiest method of subduing the agitated mind and attaining liberation and that is a sacred duty which brings joy to the heart. So the sages are explaining, they said, every time when you do a job, don't say, I am forced to do this job because I have no other choices in the world. Roti lene ke liye, I have to do, I have to earn the living for which or I have a family for which I have to make this, you know, sacrifices. I am working hard. 
have to send money at home. I have to do this. I have to do that. That's the reason why I am working. Don't say these words ever. Say the words that the God has put you in that place. The Divine Lord Sri Vishnu has put you in that place or Krishna has put you in that place specifically for a purpose of what we call as Swadharma. The reason for your work over there. Why are you over there? So that you can perform your duties. And you are dedicating all these duties to the Divine Lord. You are not doing this because you are forced to do. Because you have to do. Because you are doing it so that you know you can feed your family and all that. Don't bother about it. Family will get fed. Dedicate this job only to the Lord. That's it. So, he says that is the one way when you dedicate all these actions to the Lord, then the mind gets subdued. Otherwise, you know your mind how it is going to think. Oh, now my you know annual review has come. I didn't get that. And my uh, colleague, he got a great increase in salary. You know, this time uh, I was supposed to be paying all those EMIs. My EMIs have gone up. The train fares have gone up. The inflation is going up. The cost of rice has gone up. That fellow has got the money I didn't get. Okay, this is the way of looking at it. And then you say, I've got so many things, bills to pay. And that fellow, he's only a single man. Usko jada paisa diya, kam diya. Is that how it is? No, don't don't think like that. So, that is where the mind has come in. When you are doing, you are thinking that you are doing this job for yourself, the mind comes in play. But the moment you remember that this is a job we are doing for the Lord, the mind will not come in play. Do you get this point? It will not come in play because you are supposed to be performing perfectly because you are a job. It's, it's a job given to you by the Lord and you are only a servant of God. You will have to do the job perfectly. So do the job perfectly. You will not look into somebody else's thali. Not say, oh, that fellow is getting more. You will only look in that other fellow's thali when you are bothered about oh, you are getting less. You understand this? So he says, that is the easiest method of subduing the agitated mind and attaining liberation. And it's a sacred duty which brings joy to the heart. So doing the duty is most important. This is the most auspicious path for a religious householder of the twice-born order to selflessly worship the personality of Godhead with wealth honestly obtained. So when you have an honest wealth obtained, this is the way of serving the Lord, doing your duty, serving His purpose. Dedicating all actions to Him. Thinking that you are only performing duties for Him. Your mind agitation will cut down. Once your mind is cut down, then the Lord will open up inside of you and you will become an effulgent being and then you will get liberated. This is the answer. An intelligent person should learn to renounce his desire for wealth by performing sacrifices and acts of charity. He should learn to renounce his desire for wife and children by experiencing family life. And he should learn to renounce his desires for promotion to a higher planet in his next life. O saintly Vasudev, by studying the effect of time. Self-controlled sages who have thus renounced their attachment to household life go to the forest to perform austerities. So the, now the sages are telling Krishna what exactly has to be done. Every person is having hundreds and thousands of desires. 
what are those desires it all starts with i want to have a very decent lifestyle people want a decent lifestyle what do you mean by decent lifestyle oh i should be able to have one holiday in a year i should be able to go to my native place i should be able to go and attend some functions maybe have some you know in in our households we have marriage ceremony this ceremony that ceremony i should be able to do that i should be able to have a house of my own or maybe in my wife's name or wife will say in husband's name whichever way or i want to have a healthy bank balance then i want to have my children going to good schools or they should be going to good colleges after that oh after all these things i need to have a very decent lifestyle on top of it i need to focus on my future i have to focus on my retirement oh do you know what all desires have come in is a never ending stream of desires so an intelligent person should learn to renounce his desire for wealth by performing sacrifices and acts of charity a man should understand everything that you earn is not meant for eating for your own growth only please don't say you know there are many people in this world who will keep on saying this one thing i have heard the people say do you know how much emi i pay do you know how many loans i have do you know how much i have to pay here do you know how much i have to pay there and then on top of it i have to take care of the family the wife the children the this the that i have to send money i have to do this okay understood you have to do all that where can i even take out 10 dollars for charity or 100 rupees for charity so you are busy in your world spending all the money on yourself no no where did i spend money on myself i am playing paying the loans sir those loans were taken to do something for your own self is it correct or no you have bought a bloody house and that house emi you are paying you are you are doing it for the lord is it are you are doing it for charity this is your own house you have taken loan for your own bloody satisfaction you are not doing it for somebody else so don't say these words so every loan every emi every money that you spend on yourself you are spending it for yourself your family your children your husband your father your mother everybody else and what about charity boss what about performing sacrifices what are you doing about it no i don't have any money left for that remember that's your investment the charity is your investment for your future so that you have a better tomorrow what you give to the universe to my universe krishna says what you give to my universe or you what you give there it will come back to you multifold but this is the first thing a man never does he thinks only of himself even he, even if he earns 1000 rupees he wants to spend 1000 rupees on himself no 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 i am not spending on myself i am sending it home it's on yourself only isn't it no what act of charity have you done nothing the reason why christianity describes this action of 10% of your income you need to give either to the church or for some charitable purpose is for this reason jesus himself said these words you see when they send that 
you know in the church they send that small dabba around you know and everybody thinks they are doing a favor by putting some coins in it that is not the way how things are done they make it a big big thing that i gave oh i put in 10 dollars today you are putting in 10 dollars and what is your salary you are earning 10000 10000 and 10 dollars do you think that is huh it's matching no so the answer is you need to do charity charity is the only way in which this world gets the money distribution happens in this world the wealth distribution goes equally to other people everybody is becoming happy by your happiness you are spreading happiness in this world so an intelligent person should learn to renounce his desire you can cut down certain desires of yours you don't have to have a fancy car for yourself or a very fancy flat okay yesterday i read that flipkart person spent 35 crores on buying one flat 10000 square feet in bangalore if you were to give 3.5 crores to charity i think that would have done a very great thing in his life so you need to do you cannot be saying i have a billion dollar organization sir in billion dollars are you giving 100 million out as charity no you are not like i was telling you about this multinational corporation the way they rip off people similarly in life forget about all this multinational come back to us we have to do this we have to do certain sacrifices for ourselves and charity also he should learn to renounce his desire for wife and children by experiencing family life you see you have experienced a certain amount of family life so by the time you are 40 45 or so you have sufficiently done what you want to do isn't it correct that means you wanted enough sex you have had enough sex right legitimate if you had if you wanted children you have had enough children now what are you waiting for oh you want to draw the last thing also out of it is it at the age of 70 also you want to have draw the no that is a time by the time you are 40 45 50 you need to give up this kind of things you need to because a man is not meant for those kind of purposes he has finished his purpose his children are growing up and when his children are growing up that is a time he needs to give up on all these kind of things he needs to become and he should learn to renounce his desire for promotion to the higher planet or the next life he should stop thinking that you know what i am doing this i am going to tirupati balaji and giving him one gold coin because i want to have heavens i want to go in vaikuntha don't do that okay so don't even go to gods and goddesses of this world trying to bribe them and getting into some heaven of theirs no nothing like that then oh saintly vasudev by studying the effect of time we should always study the effect of time you know studying the effect of time is a very unique phenomena okay it's like gathering miles yeah you should know this you see when you are gathering miles at the end you know once you have gathered million miles yeah, the airline itself will give you special seats okay don't worry you can fly down to australia also it's like this you will get your benefits don't bother about it but you have to be good at what you are doing you see everything works in a specific manner so time is a very big factor we need to respect time we don't respect time first and foremost yeah the the respect of time is something which i i, I always wonder you know how people think they have so much time in hand that tomorrow they will be alive you don't even know tomorrow you will be alive 
think about England. Okay. Just a few days ago, they were everybody was happy. Everybody was feeling so joyous in this world. And they were thinking no end of themselves. And suddenly Brexit happens. And what happens the next day? The whole markets get wiped out. The pound gets wiped out. The world is not interested in that kind of a, you know, Great Britain. And the own, Scotland and all. Scotland is saying, oh, we are an independent nation. London is saying, oh, we are independent now. After that, we are going to have another consensus over here that we are no longer a part of Great Britain. You can go to hell, they'll say. So in the house, they have made divisions. Was, was anybody aware of this? Nobody knew till the last date that this 5248 is going to happen. Nobody in the world. Like today, nobody believes, you know, that um, uh, who is going to win the, in the US elections. Do you know who is going to win? Don't know. The whole world might change in one day. And why do you think that nothing is going to happen to you? That tomorrow is another day. Don't keep anything for tomorrow, please. And have respect for the time. Have respect for the time. If you can do something today, right now, here itself, please do it. Don't say, na, oh, I will think about it later on. No, later on. Pack your bags and keep. Kabhi jane ka time aayega malum ne. Samaj me aaya? Bag me char kapda dalne ka aur jane ka. Right? Huh. We don't have time. So, self-control sages who have renounced their attachment to household life go to the forest to perform austerities. So, those who understand the truth about life, they will go to the forest. That is called Vanaprastashrama. Dear Prabhu, a member of the twice-born caste is born with three kinds of debts. Those owed to the demigods, to the sages and to his forefathers. If he leaves his body without first liquidating these debts by performing sacrifices, studying the scriptures and begetting children, he will fall down into the hellish conditions. So, if a twice born, that means a brahmanas, those who are on the spiritual path, if they have come in this material world, and if they are not spending the time which they are supposed to spend for doing certain things in this world, what are they supposed to do? In today's day and age, nobody is a brahmana, you know that. So, you will say, oh, this is not valid. No, it's valid. You are sitting here as a Brahman only. All of you are Brahmins. Because you are trying to learn. You need to give time for reading the scriptures also. You see, there are some people who will say, Oh, I am very shy to join. What? Join the satsang, you are, you are feeling shy. But over the weekend, you have gone and done these things and that things and done so many things. Sir, it's a small thing to join the satsang. So, what are the things? Three things that a person owes to three people. One is to the demigods. That is, in this world, there are those managers. Okay? They, you owe to them also. Right? Secondly, to the sages. The knowledge basis. And the third one is the forefathers. You are born in this body with this, you know, with this body, isn't it? Somebody has given you this, no? Right? So, who is the creator of this? Your forefathers. So you have to respect the forefathers also. So three things which a person owes his body to, the way he is born. If he leaves his body without first liquidating these debts, these debts have to be liquidated. You cannot say, you know, next time may, next time. Sir, no next time over here, no extension, no extension counter over here. You have to do it right now. Brito, uh, are you not able to hear or something? You can see, you know. Okay, fine. 
I thought you were not able to. Anyway, so he has to perform all these acts of liquidating the debts. These are debts to the society. These debts to the demigod. Debts to everybody. How is he supposed to do? By performing sacrifices. I was just talking in the morning. Performing sacrifices is a very very unique word. You see, when you are so busy making money, you grab your lunch, eat it like this, and run away. You don't even care for your own self. Forget yourself. What about the demigods in your mouth, by the way? What about the demigod in your stomach? Are they getting fed? When you eat fast and when you go away, the demigods in your mouth do not get their nourishment. You are not repaying your debt to the demigods inside. So you need to eat slowly, steadily, munch nicely. Again, shortcut, fata fat. Bola kya? Bola mai subway se leke aya. Acha subway se leke aya. Ah McDonald's leke aya. McDonald's leke aya. Ghar mein banane ko taklif hai. What about serving to the demigods in your hands, in your legs, in your mind? You don't want to make anything nice for yourself? Cook a nice meal. Help the demigods within you by doing these kind of sacrifices. Why are you here? You are here to make that, uh, you know, shortcut meals? No. You are here so that you can perform actions properly. Do them in a steady and a ready manner, in a beautiful manner. You have to know this. Don't do shortcuts. So serve the gods by performing sacrifices. I hope you understood sacrifices. Sacrifices also means songs, dancing, singing, seeing beautiful stuff, going on picnics, holidays. Yes, of course, all this you have to do. Alright? Only not just keep on watching your you know laptop screens full day. Like this. No, don't do that. You can just go out, see the nature also. The demigod inside your eyes wants to see something nice. Yeah, you want to go some tapori giri karne ke liye bhi jane karega na MG road se ke, konsa brigade road. Ja sakte ho. No doubt about it. Of course. I'm talking to Chitti Babu and all. <laughs> you want to go? Yeah, you want to relax your eyes? You can do that as well. Nobody says you can't. That means what? You are giving the gods within you the sacrifice is needed. Alright? So this is what you got to do. Then studying the scriptures. You need to study the scriptures. If you are a Brahmana, if you are learning spiritual, you better learn the scriptures. Don't say, oh I sit in the satsang, you know, I say, okay, it's not boring, I don't No. Study the scriptures. Reading the scriptures is important. Understanding them is important. You think I am wasting my time just sitting over here and just blasting away? No. I love doing this and you should love listening to this. And I, I can't force you. No doubt about it. It's not Kabbali over here. Okay? Like that. No, no actions over here. No action sequences. But still, excitement little bit is there. So listening to the scriptures or reading them is extremely important. And begetting children if you are married you need to have children if you are not if you are if, uh, not I am talking about married I am saying I am going to get 10-15 years old I am Angelina Jolie is a child and she is from Africa and from Madonna she is also a child 
because they can afford yes and they can <laughs> afford so that's okay with them so otherwise he will fall into hellish conditions but you oh magnanimous soul okay oh magnanimous soul are already free from two of your debts those to the sages and to the forefathers they are addressing krishna now absolve yourself of the debt of demigods by executing vedic sacrifices in this way free yourself completely of debt and renounce all material shelter now krishna has asked this explanation so they are what they are telling they are giving an explanation to krishna actually whom are they talking to they are talking to yudhishthir they are talking to duryodhan they are talking to every other person all, all the kings are there remember huh with this an assembly so that they are telling okay you to we have done two things now the third thing you got to do what is the third thing executing your vedic sacrifices pay the debts o vasudev without doubt you must have previously worshiped lord hari the master of the worlds both you and your wife must have perfectly worshiped him with supreme devotion since he has accepted the role of your son addressing krishna's father now krishna's father is addressed simultaneously everybody else that is yudhishthir is also over there remember arjuna is there remember these words huh correct think about it everybody is there and they are addressing so when they are talking to vasudev they are talking to krishna they are talking to everybody everybody is listening to the words so without doubt you have previously worshiped lord hari so when you are praying you are praying to vishnu only no here is lord hari standing next to you but you can't see him both you and your wife have perfectly worshiped him with supreme devotion since you have accepted the role of your son Sukhdev Goswami said, after hearing the statements of the sages, General Swasudev bowed his head to the ground and praising them, requested them to become his priest. Thus requested by him, O King, the sages engaged the pious Swasudev in performing fire sacrifices at the holy place of Kurukshetra, according to strict religious principles and with most excellent ritual arrangements. When Maharaj Swasudev was about to be initiated for the sacrifice, O King, the Vrishnis came to the initiation pavilion. after bathing and putting on fine clothes and garlands of lotuses uh, this is just a sacrifice so i am just reading it through so you can just understand it fine clothes and garlands of lotuses the other kings also came elaborately ornamented as well as their joyful queens who wore jewel lockets around their necks and were also clad in fine garments the royal wives were anointed with sandalwood paste and carried auspicious items for the worship Mridangas, patahas, conch shells, beheris, anakas, and other instruments resounded. Male and female dancers danced, and Suta and Magada recited glorifications. Sweet voice Gandharvi sang, accompanied by their husbands. So now they are performing sacrifices over there. Everybody is doing their jobs, their duties. People are singing. Some are playing mridangas. Some are dancing. Some are singing. Some are performing actions, different kinds of actions, welcoming people. It's a big mela going on over there. After Vasudev's eyes had been decorated with black cosmetics and his eye body smeared with fresh butter, the priest initiated him according to the scriptural rules by sprinkling him with eighteen wives with sacred water. And his eighteen wives with sacred water, encircled by his wives, he resembled the regal moon, encircled by stars. So now they are performing for Vasudev. Vasudev is the father of Krishna, isn't it? So what they are doing this particular sacrifice in Kurukshetra? Vasudev received. He received initiation along with his wives, who wore silk saris and was adorned with bangles, necklaces, ankle bells, and earrings. With the body wrapped in deer skin, Vasudev shone splendidly. My dear Maharaj Parikshit, 
Vasudev's priests and officiating members of the assembly dressed in silk dhotis and jeweled ornaments look so effulgent that they seem to be standing in the sacrificial arena of Indra, the killer of Ritta. At that time, Balram and Krishna, the lord of all the living entities, shone forth with great majesty in the company of their respective sons, wives and the family members who were expansions of their opulences. Performing various kinds of Vedic sacrifices according to the proper regulations, Vasudev worshipped the lords of all sacrifices, paraphernalia, mantras, rituals. He executed both primary and secondary sacrifices, offering oblations to the sacred fire and carrying out other aspects of sacrificial worship. This is a ritual that is going on. So Vasudev is performing all these actions in Kurukshetra. All the kings and the queens, everybody is around him. Krishna is there with his wife, his children. Balram is there. Everybody is enjoying this whole ceremony going on. Then at the appropriate time, and according to scriptures, Vasudev remunerated the priests by decorating them with precious ornaments, although they were richly adorned and offered them valuable gifts of cows, land and marriageable girls. After, super, after supervising the Patni Samaya and Avyabharata rituals, the great Brahmana sages bathed in Lord Parshumarama's lake with the sponsor of the sacrifice, Vasudev, they led them. So, after the end of the ceremonies, certain other rituals are getting performed. His sacred bath, Vasudev joined with his wife in giving the jewellery and the clothes that had been wearing to the professional reciters. Vasudev put on new garments after which he honoured the classes of people by feeding everyone, even the dogs. What is all this happening? Because remember, the sages have said that he has performed the two actions. Remember? Perfectly. Now the third one is the sacrifice is going on. After the third action is over, what is he supposed to do? He is supposed to go to the mountains. Right? To the forest. Vanaprastha Ashrama. So basically it's an action completion. With opulent gifts, he honored the relatives including their wives and children, the royalty of Vidarbha, Koshala, Kuru, Kashi, KKR, Sanjaya kingdoms. The officiating members of the assembly and also the priests witnessing demigods, humans, spirits, forefathers, charanas. Then taking permission from Lord Krishna, the shelter of the goddess of fortune, the various guests departed as they chanted the glories of Vasudev's sacrifice. Yadus were all embraced by their friends, close family members and other relatives including Dhritarashtra and the younger brother Vidura, Partha and the sons. Bhishma, Drona, Twins, Nakula and Sahadev, Narada and Vyad, Vedvyas and personality of Godhead. Their hearts melting with affection, these and other guests left the kingdom. Their progress slowed by the pain of separations. How do the people do? You know, I am sure you have gone for the weddings of some people. At that time, how do they, they, they wish other? Ah, now I am going, ah, thank you very much, you had a nice meal and blah blah blah. All that thing is going on. Everybody is going to their own places. Nanda Maharaj showed his affection to his relatives, the Yadus, by remaining with them a little longer, together with cowherds. During the stay, Krishna, Balram, Ugrasen and others honoured him with especially opulent worship. Having so easily crossed the vast ocean of the ambition, Vasudev felt fully satiated. In the company of many well-wishers, he took Nanda by the hands and addressed him as follows. Sri Vasudev said, My dear brother, now Nanda Maharaj has come from Gokul, isn't it? Huh? Vrindavan. So he is addressing him. My dear brother, God himself has tied the knot called affection, which tightly binds human beings together. It seems to me that even great heroes and mystics find it very difficult to free themselves from it. So he is talking about affection. Like that. Indeed, the Supreme Lord must have created the bonds of affection. For such exalted saints as you have never stopped showing matchless friendship towards us ingrates. 
although it has never been properly reciprocated. Why is this verse over here? Do you remember what was Kunti saying? Huh? You don't remember us. Huh? Likewise, huh? Vasudev, everybody is talking like this. Oh, you don't remember us. Huh? You have forgotten about us. And what did Vasudev say at that time? You remember? He said, you know what? We were so much worried. You know that uh, Kamsa was creating so much of problems and this and that. And we were so much embroiled in that problem that we couldn't think of you. So now here it's a bond of affection getting re-established. Previously, dear brother, we did nothing to benefit you because we are unable to. Yet even now that you are present before us, our eyes are so blinded by intoxication of material good fortune that we continue to ignore you. O most respectful one, may a person who wants the highest benefit in life never gain kindly or kingly opulence, for it leaves them blind to the needs of his own family and friends. When you have too much money, what happens? You forget your own relatives and friends and everybody. That's what happens. Sisukdev Goswami said, the heart softened by feeling of in intimate sympathy, Vasudev wept. The eyes brimmed with tears as he remembered the friendship Nanda had shown him. And on his part, Nanda was full of affection for his friend Vasudev. Thus, during the following days, Nanda would repeatedly announce, I will be leaving later today and I will be leaving tomorrow. But out of love for Krishna and Balram, he remained there for three more months, honored by all the Yadus. So, extra time. Vahapilelia <laughs> Then after Vasudeva, Ugrasen, Krishna, Uddhava, Balrama and others fulfilled their desires and presented him with precious ornaments, fine linen, varieties of priceless household furnishing. Nanda Maharaj accepted all these gifts and took leave. Seen off all by Yadus, he departed with his family members and the residents of Raja. Unable to withdraw their minds from Lord Govinda's lotus feet, where they had surrendered them, Nanda and the cowherd men and the woman returned to Mathura. So, now everybody has departed, everybody has gone to their own places and what is happening? We shall see in the next chapter next week. So, now two more verses are there. The relatives having thus departed and seeing that the rainy season was approaching the Vrishnis, whose only lord was Krishna, went back to Dwarka. They told the people of the city about the festive sacrifices performed by Vasudev, lord of the Yadus, and about everything else that had happened during their pilgrimage, especially how they had met with all their loved ones. So now everybody has departed. Vasudeva has gone to his kingdom. Krishna and everybody has accompanied him. Now on the other side, here you find, you know, Nanda Maharaj, he has taken his entire retinue of all the gopis back to his native place. And Indra Prasth is now becoming empty. Kurukshetra is now becoming empty of all the guests that have assembled over there. So we have come to the end of the chapter and we shall stop over here for today. Alright, I shall see you all next week. You have a very good week ahead. Alright. So take care and bye. You can stop.